Welcome to the Abbott Circle podcast. I'm Father Ambrose Christ, and I'm the novice master here at St. Michael's Abbey. We hope that you enjoy the following recording. To learn more about the Norbertines, visit theabbotcircle.com. God bless you. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Words from the Gospel of Mark for this Saturday of the sixth week in ordinary time. There are certain moments in life in which we are rendered speechless. When we are confronted with the scene of a terrible car accident or the sublimity of a mountaintop sunset or the majestic sound of Vaughan Williams' Fantasia on a theme by Thomas Tallis. In these moments, we say that such things take our breath away. We cannot speak because we feel overcome by the greatness of what is before our senses. We are convinced of our littleness in comparison with what lies before us. And as we see today in the Holy Gospel, this inability to speak comes over us also when we are allowed to see a glimpse of the splendor of God. Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. The three apostles are overcome. James and John seemingly are rendered speechless. But Peter's sanguine temperament blurts out in this awestruck state of mind. His words seem ridiculous, as if to say, It's good we're here, Rabbi. Now you and your heavenly visitors don't have to trouble yourselves with making your own tents, since I'm sure you'd all like to stay with us here for a while on Tabor. But in the midst of such a sublime spectacle, Peter didn't, no, he couldn't really know how to use his words. And yet, do we ever really know how to use our words? We do not have to be overcome by some mystical vision, terrifying experience, or other dark tragedy in order to misuse our words. No man can tame the tongue, says St. James. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. The psalmist records that everyone 
speaks falsehood to his neighbor. With smooth lips they speak, and a double heart. All of us are in this lot. We all miss the mark in our speech, and this often on a daily basis. If anyone does not fall short in speech, writes St. James, he is a perfect man. We know well that Our Lady, our Heavenly Mother, she was and is perfect in all things. Thus, we know too that she could never fall short in speech, that she never misused her words. But what did she say? As you may know, the scriptures only record seven instances of our Blessed Mother's speaking. First, her two words to the angel at the Annunciation, how shall this be? And then, let it be done according to thy word. Then her greeting of Elizabeth and the praise of her Magnificat. Then her question to Jesus upon finding him in the temple after three days of sorrowful searching. Son, why have you treated us so? And finally, her two words at the wedding in Cana. They have no wine. And do whatever he tells you. In all these instances, Our Lady shows a great humility and confidence in God. Even in the midst of rather dramatic scenes like the Annunciation or the loss of Christ in the temple, Our Lady's few words are manifestations of the great love for God which existed in her heart, that immaculate heart which pondered well all the workings of her divine Son. And if she spoke so eloquently, even in the face of mighty angels, we can be sure that her silence in the rest of the Gospels provides an even richer mine from which we might uncover great spiritual treasures. But what is the nature of our words and our silences in the presence of Christ? Perhaps we find ourselves speechless before God. Perhaps we are dumbstruck in prayer by our own sinfulness, by anxiety, by sorrow, by anger, by listlessness. Would that we were transfigured 
by awe and love instead. Would that we might cry out with St. Peter, it is good that we are here. That we might babble nonsensically to the Lord in our overjoyed state of awe and wonder. Let us build three tents, one for you, one for the Father, and one for the Holy Spirit. Of course, we know full well that the times of transfiguration are chosen not by us, but by God. It is up to him to put us on Mount Tabor or on Mount Calvary. For our parts, we need only to rest in his presence, whether he is transfigured or crucified before our eyes. And it is in this presence of Christ, in his sacred heart, that we will find always the grace to say aloud, let it be done unto me according to thy word. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle Podcast. If you enjoyed listening or were spiritually nourished, please leave a review to help our podcast grow. Thanks again. God bless you.